This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Charges in a Minnesota police shooting? People want justice. They want full accountability under the law. Concerns over the J&J pause. It does worry me that this could increase vaccine hesitancy. Break in a murder mystery. It's been 24, almost 25 years. Good morning. I'm Deborah Rodriguez with the CBS World News Roundup. A third night of protests near Minneapolis and across the country. We ain't going nowhere. Oh, and we could find out today if the police officer who shot 20-year-old Dante Wright to death during a traffic stop will be charged. She and the police chief both resigned yesterday. Some say the officer should have been fired. Correspondent Omar Villafranca is in Brooklyn Center. Police say Officer Kim Potter, who had been training a new officer, thought she reached for her taser. <laughs> But she fired a gun instead. Officer Potter was a 26-year veteran of the police force. Along with police chief Tim Gannon, Potter offered her resignation, saying in a letter, she believes it is in the best interest of the community, the department, and my fellow officers if I resign immediately. Brooklyn Center Mayor Mike Elliott. I'm hoping that this will help bring some calm to the community. Dante Wright Life. In a show of solidarity, Wright's family met with the family of George Floyd just outside the courthouse where the murder trial of former officer Derek Chauvin is being held. We're here and we will fight for justice. Derek Chauvin's defense attorneys are trying to counter dozens of prosecution witnesses who testified there was no question George Floyd died from a lack of oxygen. Correspondent Jamie Yukas is at the courthouse in Minneapolis. The defense's use of force expert Barry Broad said Chauvin was justified when he handcuffed George Floyd face down on the pavement. Police officers don't have to fight fair. The prosecution questioned Broad's judgment on cross-examination. What part of this is not compliant? A compliant person would have both their hands in the small of their back and just be resting comfortably. Did you say resting comfortably? I think he came off terribly. Minnesota criminal defense attorney Joe Tamburino, who is not a 
affiliated with the case said Broad's testimony lacked empathy. He said that police don't have to fight fair. Actually, they do. The jury wants to see people on the stand who realize the gravity of the situation, regardless of whether they find that the use of force was reasonable or unreasonable. There's still no word on whether Chauvin will testify. A prediction from the Surgeon General, a day after all 50 states agreed to temporarily stop using Johnson & Johnson's COVID vaccine because of cases of serious blood clots. Dr. Vivek Murthy tells CBS News. I think we will find out within days what the analysis is of this pause, and then we will be able to continue forward with our vaccination campaign. There is concern it will change people's minds about getting vaccinated. Not Paul Meehan's. He was in line at Indianapolis Motor Speedway when he found out he'd be getting a different shot. I'd rather get the J&J sub, but if they're going to let me come back and get the Moderna here at the track, I'll, I'm more than willing. Out of more than 7.2 million Americans who've gotten Johnson & Johnson's shot, at least six developed that clotting condition. One died. Dr. Anthony Fauci tells CBS News. This is a very rare event. It's less than one in a million. Having said that, you still want to be alert to some symptoms such as severe headache or some chest discomfort and difficulty breathing. Six people have been rescued. Coast Guard cutters and a helicopter are looking for a dozen others after a boating accident off the coast of Louisiana. WWL-TV's Paul Dudley is in Port Fouchon. A commercial lift boat boat capsized during an afternoon of severe weather just south of Grand Isle. Really, really rough waters. Now, we know that the U.S. Coast Guard and several Good Samaritan vessels responded and worked to rescue those on board, but the search does continue. Details are emerging about a series of missteps ahead of January's attack on the Capitol. Correspondent Cammy McCormick has the details. A watchdog report obtained by the Associated Press found expired weapons that couldn't be used by by Capitol Police, some more than 20 years old, riot shields that shattered, and inadequate training, poor intelligence. It describes disagreements between officials over whether National Guard forces should be used. The report also notes a missed memo from the FBI that indicated online activists planned a war on January 6th. A congressional hearing will be held on the report tomorrow. The Senate votes today on opening debate on an anti-Asian hate crimes bill. The legislation, drafted by Democrats, calls for the Department of Justice to coordinate with local law enforcement to facilitate and raise awareness about reporting hate crimes. President Biden is expected to announce today he plans to end America's longest war. White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. For weeks, the White House has pointed to the logistical difficulties of pulling roughly 2,500 troops out of Afghanistan by the May 1st deadline set during the Trump administration. Now, aides say that's when the drawdown will begin. The plan is for no U.S. troops to be stationed in Afghanistan by the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. A senior official told reporters that the president rejected the notion of a conditions-based withdrawal, calling that a recipe for staying in Afghanistan forever. Iran is vowing to increase uranium enrichment dramatically after a weekend attack on one of its nuclear facilities. President Hassan Rouhani calls it an answer to evilness, accusing Israel of trying to derail talks to revive a nuclear agreement with the U.S. Israeli officials haven't commented on the attack. A break in a murder mystery in California dating back decades. It's a quarter-century cold case police believe they have solved. It's been a puzzle, and it's a very slow process to find each of those little pieces. San Luis Obispo Sheriff Ian Parkinson, 25 years after Kristen Smart disappeared, 
Police arrested a college friend, Paul Flores. They are still looking for her body. It's safe to say we're checking everywhere possible. Authorities say new evidence emerged in the last few years, some of it resulting from a podcast about the case. Steve Futterman, CBS News. The suspect's father has also been arrested. The Arizona Republic is reporting volleyball star Molly Lillard was shot to death in a murder-suicide in Scottsdale. Police tell the paper her husband killed himself during a standoff with SWAT teams. They found the couple's eight-month-old child uninjured. Molly Lillard's father is former New York Jets wide receiver Al Toon. Disney is relaxing the dress code for employees. Walt Disney's original rules for theme park workers were pretty strict. No nail polish, no beards, or even mustaches, even though he had one. But in 2021, Disney Corporation says it's loosening up the rules for hair, nail polish, jewelry, even tattoos. On the Disney Parks blog, the park's chairman writes that changes let Disney remain relevant in today's workplace and allow its employees, called cast members, to better express their cultures and individuality. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. A country music star is scrapping his summer tour dates. Looks like I'm learning the hard way again. Two months after a video surfaced of Morgan Wallen shouting a racial slur, he says he's working to improve but needs more time to make amends. And that's the World News Roundup for Wednesday, April 14th. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus.